Welcome to the Martial Arts and Crafts Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Deacon, life balance coach for better adulting, martial artist, instructor, creative artist, wife, mother, and all-around person. Thank you for joining me on the show as we learn together how to make an impact through personal growth, responding to challenges, making choices, and learning more about our identity, belonging, and purpose. On to the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Martial Arts and Crafts Podcast. I am Sarah Deacon, your host. It's great to be with you again this week. I am talking about, well, kind of about how things are not really about what they seem to be about again. Um, This is a subject that comes up a lot for me, where I think I am really digging into a certain topic or subject or issue, and what the real issue is, is actually not what I first thought. So this episode, we're going to be talking about dancing, because, you know, it's fun, and I mean, if you're on TikTok, you see people dancing all the time. If you are anywhere, like online, there are people dancing and it's great and it's wonderful. And in fact, I happen to follow somebody on Instagram and she's very young, (laughs) not like super, super young, but like she is a youthful woman and she dances and she is magnetic and poetic and just all of those free looking being things that I, uh, that I appreciate. She posts content full of love, encouragement, empowerment, and growth. And every so often she dances and her body, like I said, it's young and smooth and beautiful as it twists and shakes gracefully, uh, as I scroll through my feed and I can't help stopping the scroll there. I can't help but watch her body move. And I feel the energy of love, freedom, that self-expression radiating from what I can only assume are her intentions to freely express herself in that way. I feel her dancing to the rhythm of the universe, to the rhythm of her heart, to the beat of the poetry that then flows down through the captions. Now on social media, we are expected to do this, to put ourselves like this out on display, but do it in a way that's authentic, but don't be too cringy about it either. Be real, but entertaining. And as I scroll through my feed or as I wonder what might make an engaging social media post, because that is a whole full-time job sometimes. And if I wonder what what would make an engaging post for me, uh, either personally or professionally, it strikes me that the authentic connection, I don't know, can you hear the air quotes? Authentic connection that we crave online is almost impossible to achieve online. Here's what I mean. I dance in my home on a semi-regular basis. Yes, yes, I do. And I don't mind dancing in front of other people in the same room, in a crowded room or a not so crowded room. I don't mind if they're dancing or not. I don't mind dancing. I like it. It's fun. It helps me, you know, be happy. And so one day 
because I was inspired by this person I follow on, on the social media, I, I set up my phone and I made the attempt to take a video of myself dancing and I froze. The music was on the beat. I could feel it rippling through my body. And all I could think of was what the camera would communicate and whether it would even catch my movement at all, because I'm just, I don't have a tripod or any way to kind of set up a phone camera at this point. And it occurred to me that it wasn't really about the dance. It wasn't about the dance, not in the least. So this is what I'm talking about. What is it? What is it really about? If it's not about the dance, what is it? Well, let's put a pin in that for a second. There are times in my life that I feel low. Um, Being a woman, sometimes it does occur to me that it may be cyclical. Um, But other times it's just, mm, I don't know, whatever is going on in my thoughts and my feelings, I just feel low. And I will, you know, there was one day I was feeling super, super low and I woke up that way. I could find reasons or explanations, stories, excuses for it. Um, if I wanted to play that blame game and sit in victim, but on that particular day, I was thinking about authentically connecting with people online and in person. And the phrase imposter syndrome came up for me. And I realized that if I am the kind of person who encourages other people to be real with me, to be honest about their struggles, then I need to be real and show up even when I myself am struggling. I need to be real about my own struggle, both with the people that I know and speak to and engage with in real life and with my online networks. This realization felt pretty confronting to me, actually. I tend to want to rush the process of moving through those down times to keep that stuff out of sight. I, like many of us, I struggle with judging my more negative feelings. So I want to keep that stuff out of the the light, out of out of other people's view. I want to be seen as this strong person and a person who has solutions. Well, how can I be seen as a person who has solutions if I'm not real about the problems that I struggle with too? Okay. So yeah, we all do this. I mean, I can't speak for every single person in the, in the world, but I think many of us do this, right? We act strong, especially if we're parents or if we have people in our lives who rely on us, right? So we do this. We judge ourselves. We try and move through it quicker than maybe we might be ready to do. Um, and the thing about me though, is I am also truly, truly an eternal optimist, I can find the the silver lining in almost any cloud. I tend to be positive nearly to a fault. Most of the time, it is 100% genuine. I can honestly see and appreciate that silver lining, even in the darkest, darkest clouds. 
Okay. So I know that I have this ability to turn almost any situation into a positive one. Even when I'm feeling low, I can talk to myself about it and say, wow, isn't it wonderful that I can love myself even when I'm feeling this way? Or isn't it, isn't it amazing that I have such a a passion and ability to feel this emotion or a passion for the people about whom I'm thinking, whatever it is, whatever story I can tell myself to, to make that spin back in the direction of optimism. It helps sometimes when it's coming from that genuine place and a, and a healthy place. I also know that I have to allow myself to sit in the dark sometimes too, in order to move through those tougher times in a healthy self-honoring way really holding that space of love for those more challenging emotions, the ones that I judge as negative or as brutal or as bad. Okay. And I, I, I do work really hard not to, not to call things good, bad, right, wrong, those kinds of things. So back to this little side story here in an effort to be authentic to show up that way and to connect with people on that authentic level. I wrote a Facebook book, Facebook post. (laughs) I wrote a Facebook post. It was just a really short one. I stated honestly that I was feeling low and that my thoughts about myself were not being kind to me that day. This was not something that I took lightly putting it out on a Facebook post. When I post on social media, it is many times, I want to say close to 100% of the time, extremely intentional. I don't want to just drop any random thing into your feed. If you happen to be one of my friends or followers, if I'm lucky enough to get a few seconds of your scroll time, I want to make it feel like it's not time wasted, right? So I had to really consider whether I was even going to share this dark mood with the online world. Cause the last thing I want to do is bring other people down. So it, I really sat with whether to keep it inside and rely on myself alone to move through it or to take this step and trust that my network of people were gonna, I don't know, experience it in the loving way that I put it out there to express, if that makes sense. Um, And what I mean by this is that I've talked about this with self-care before. Most of us people in the world out here doing the human thing, being humans, we want to care for other people. We have a genuine desire to serve and support others. And if I withhold my struggle, my request, my need for support and to be seen in my struggle, I actually do a disservice to the people who know me and who want to send even just a a good vibe or say a prayer or, you know, just say, Hey, you're not alone. 
we want to encourage each other. We people in general, we want to offer support. We want to offer kindness. We want to offer love. We want to love, serve, and give of ourselves. So if I withhold my need, it prevents other people from fulfilling their purpose. How's that for a perspective shift, right? Okay, so when I enjoy someone's dance in my Instagram feed, it's not necessarily because I like to watch all the pretty girls dance. No judgment if that's your thing. If you're a pretty girl dancing, keep doing it. Do you, man. Um, For me, it's much about who the dancer is and what the dancing represents for them and how I can relate to it, how I can connect to it. Like the, the girl I spoke about at the beginning, the, the freedom of it, the comfort in her own skin, the overcoming of a body image issue, right? The choice to surrender to the act of dancing on camera. See, it's not about the dance. And it wasn't about I don't know, sharing my mood or just, I don't know, what do they call it? Vague booking about struggles. I chose to share my mood that day on social media, because even though my thoughts were beating me up and telling me that I was worthless and all alone in my experiences, there are literally hundreds of people online who have found me valuable enough to friend me, to follow me. These are people who like me, and maybe that's you, have busy lives and a lot of other things demanding their attention. These people like me don't always remember to connect individually, directly in real life, but they like me think about others, like I said, with love, with kindness, with care. And these are the kind of people I choose to connect with in person, online, everywhere. And I know this about them because I know this about myself. I know this about you. You care. You just can't always give yourself directly in real life to 500 plus people on a regular basis. Okay. And that goes back to that perspective shift, that paradigm shift of if I withhold, I'm withholding part of myself from connecting with the people that I have chosen to curate and connect with online. So I intentionally chose to share this, this dark mood, my not quote, not so nice thoughts. And writing that one sentence, clicking post, well, that was enough for me in that moment. It was this leap of faith, this trust that the work I'd put into the relationships, even if it was sort of minimal and you know, effortless to cultivate this community, community, to, to put that trust out there that, that it wouldn't be time wasted. It's what my soul was telling me I needed to acknowledge in my hurting heart and honor that present emotion. I needed to name something difficult because naming a difficult thing removes some of the power it has over us. The reason we get so caught up in our own thoughts about things and our own judgments and our own heads, because we resist 
bringing it fully to light. That emotion, whether it's a good or bad, right, wrong, positive, negative, whatever, that emotion is only trying to be seen. And when we try, when I try so hard not to see it, it grows and finds new ways to to pummel me, (laughs) okay? So that was my dance. And I bet you know, based on what I've been saying, what happened next. I learned how worthy and how connected I truly am. My support network, the, the community that I have cultivated as friends and followers online, they showed up to commiserate, to send love, to send kind thoughts, and even offered to help. And in that moment, I, I've, like, I honestly didn't know what help looked like. The, the act of saying it, of naming it, that was, that was the help that I offered my, myself, the, the help that my community showed up to give. I chose these, you know, sort of a few different ways to carry myself through that darkness to the other side, like dancing without a camera and the light that my family, my friends, the, all the people, the light they showed me online in response to this deeply felt admission that, Hey, life was hard in that moment. That light that they showed me lifted me up even higher, even higher than just the act of putting it out online. So I want to free myself from my own expectation that my online persona has to be positive and encouraging all of the time. Because that's sometimes what I get up caught, what I get caught up thinking about. I need to be the rock. I need to be steady. I need to be positive. I need to be encouraging. I need to be, you know, high vibe only like good vibes only all the time. And that's, that's inhuman. That's not how we roll as human beings in human bodies. And I want to free myself from the story that being down on myself means that I'm also not equipped to lift someone else up and inspire them. It is entirely possible that by stepping out and being vulnerable in this way, I actually give someone else permission to do the same and enrich their own experience as a result. Yes, every single thing we put out online or in front of someone else in any way is a curated performance, some way, shape, or form. Curating our performances in such a way that we get to the heart and soul of an issue or experience can lead to an even more authentic connection than what might otherwise be possible. Let me say that a different way. If I, like I did with this, I am feeling down post. If I can sit with that and be intentional about sharing all the different facets and curating it in such a way that encourages connection, that leads to those deeper levels of relationship, of inter, interconnectedness, of um, interdependence on one another. And that's not always possible if I just shut down the negative or keep it offline even. So as much as I struggle with the 
superficiality of online connections, there really is and can be some powerful movement in that area. And that's, that's the tension I, I sit with and struggle with sort of every time I, I post, every time I have an experience in life and I second guess myself, should I pull out the camera? Should I record this? Should I share this? Or do I want to choose to be in the moment and just experience it for myself? Like in real time, in the present moment. Because every time we pull out that camera, it takes us out. And then we're, it's a curating, it's a curating act. Okay. And this is, again, it's the line we all have to walk. And for some, it's going to be dancing in front of the camera. For others, it's going to be admitting when we're having a hard day. And this is part of the same thread that weaves us all together. So if you're feeling isolated, remind yourself of this. You don't have to dance in front of the camera. But I would invite you to dance in a way that connects you to your body and to your soul. Dance in a way that makes you feel brave and vulnerable and silly and wild. Dance like nobody's watching and dance like everyone is. Dance to unlock your truth and take yourself to a new level of freedom a new level of self-expression, a new level of understanding or visibility. Dance to connect, dance to release, because it's not about the dance itself. It's about finding your own way to let go of all the junk you're telling yourself like it matters when deep down, we all know, we both know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. What matters is, well, maybe a topic for another, another episode on another day. <laughs> what matters is love. What matters is connection. What matters is being. What matters is your innate freedom to be, to express, to love, to live. What matters is you your connection to yourself, your connection to everyone and everything else, your connection to the universe, because we are all connected. We're all part of the same stuff. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I hope that it encourages you to, to connect in a new way or to see the ways you connect a little bit differently. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to hear from more from me or interact with me directly, you can go to my website, saradeacon.com. You can find me on social media at Sarah Deacon Coach. At, that's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Sarah Deacon Coach. Or for more about the artsy, craftsy side and podcast stuff, you can find me on social media at my martial arts, the letter N crafts.com. Oh, that's the website, my martial arts and crafts.com or the handle my martial arts and crafts on the social media, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. So that is all the places you can find me. I appreciate you listening to the show and I look forward to being with you again 
next week. In the meantime, go out there and be awesome. <laughs>